The past does not equal the future unless you live there. And that is the quote of the day. to the quote of the day show. I'm your host, Sean Croxton of SeanCroxton.com. We are calling today Tony Robbins Tuesday because you can't go wrong with a Tony Robbins clip. There's just so much insightful stuff in there. And today he's talking about our identities and how sometimes or many times we might behave in a certain way and we tend to latch on to that behavior as our identity. We do something bad and then we start to call ourselves bad. And that puts limitations on who we are and what we can achieve. It keeps us from expanding. And so listen up as Tony riffs on this topic. I'll see you on the other side. When you start attaching your identity to a behavior or an emotion, you've just screwed yourself over. Because you are not any behavior. How many have done stupid things in this room? How many have done them? Say I. I. How many are not stupid? Say I. I. People are not their behavior. If you've done something stupid, it doesn't mean you're stupid. It means you behave stupidly, which means you were probably in a stupid what? State for a while. But you are not stupid. If someone is mean, how many of you have ever been mean? Say I. I. How many do not consider yourself to be a mean person? Say I. I. So what happens is since you don't think you're a mean person, you don't consistently act mean. But if you believe that's who you are, then you won't believe it can change. You are not your behavior. You're not your feelings. Both of those things change, don't they? You are something much more than behavior, more than what you believe. Your beliefs change. How many have believed things 10 years ago that honestly you'd be almost embarrassed to admit you believed back then? How many got some beliefs like that from 10 years ago? Say I. So you're not your beliefs. You're not your values. You're not your rules. All these things are an illusion. And when you think that's who you are, then you feel compelled to live that way. Because the strongest force in the human personality is the need to remain consistent with how we define ourselves. So if I say I'm an extremely conservative person, then I'm not going to do outrageous things because it would make me uncertain about my identity. We live in a world with so much change happening so fast that there's so much uncertainty that the one thing we're certain about is I know who I am. If I don't know who I am, I wouldn't know what to do. I wouldn't know how to feel. I wouldn't know anything. I'd have an identity crisis. And people freak out in that moment, don't they? Because they don't know how to live their life. One of the greatest gifts you can give yourself is to expand your identity and realize you are not anything you've been. You're not a victim. You're not your past. The past does not equal the future unless you live there, unless you focus there. It's hard to drive in the future using a rearview mirror to guide you. You'll crash. And you go, see, it happen again. Well, no kidding. It's where all your focus is. Right? Maybe it's time when you always say, well, I can't do that. I'm not that kind of person. When did you come up with this label for yourself? When you were 10, 12, 15, 20? How much has changed in your life? It's time for you to expand massively the way you move, the way you breathe, anything. The fastest way to change your identity is change the way you move. Your face, your body, your voice. Because what that does is sends a signal to your brain that you're behaving differently and it starts to get you to think differently. It expands your identity. You must do the things you think are undoable. You must take the things you fear most, and there's not a person in this room who doesn't have fear. 
Fear of not being good enough. Fear of not being significant enough. Fear of not being what? Fear of not being hurt. Fear of being hurt. Everybody's got fear. The most strong person in this room has fear. But achievers don't call it fear because it doesn't sound cool. They call it stress. They go, I'm a, I'm a bit stressed about this. Stress is the code word for fear. Go, no, no, I'm just stressed because I have so much to do. No, you're afraid. I'm not afraid. I just have a lot to do. Okay, well, what if you don't do it? Well, I have to do it. Well, what if you don't? Well, if I don't, then things will fall apart. Well, what if they fall apart? Well, then it all comes on the other. If it all comes on the other, well, then I'll, this will happen. I'll be broke. If you're broke, then what? Well, I'll lose my home. Well, then what? Well, and eventually they'll go, no one will love me. Or they eventually say, I'll feel totally alone. Or I'll feel like my life has no meaning. So they're linking survival to getting this job done. They call it stress, though, because it's so much cooler. Or if you're in L.A., they use words like, I have angst about this. Because it sounds so much more sophisticated, angst. It's not, it's not that I'm fearful, I just have a bit of angst. I'm a little stressed. Next time you say I'm stressed, know the truth, you're fearful. Wherever stress is, fear is nearby. It's just a little deeper. And if you're honest with yourself, you can see what it is. Now, instead of denying your fear, maybe it's time to embrace it. Because in order to have that fear, you have to focus on something a certain way. You have to believe something that's probably not true. One of the things I do when I feel stressed is I ask myself this question. It's my favorite question to ask. If I'm really angry, frustrated, upset, worried about something, I ask this question. What would I have to believe in order to feel this way? What would I have to believe in order to feel this way? So I'd have to believe, like I found myself today, I went to the golf course, and I called these two guys up who were instructors, one guy up, he wanted to bring another guy to meet me, he was an instructor, and then they brought a third guy, and I was thinking I was going to get some instruction, I've been on the golf course three times, and we lined up the first tee, and I said, okay, you know, give me some coaching, he said, oh no, I'm not going to coach you, we're just going to play, and the first guy got up and he ripped the ball as far as a human could see, the second guy had ripped the ball, only went up to the side, another guy ripped, and I, I went up, I found myself literally, I feel pretty confident in life, putting the ball down like this. <laughs> I found myself tightening up like this, going, I got to play with these guys? And all of a sudden, I stopped for a second. I broke my pattern for a moment. I got back in, and I was still tight. I swung, and I ripped the ball, and it went, you know, about 12 feet. <laughs> no? And I went, I said, can I take another one? They said, yeah. I put the ball down, and I thought, what do I have to believe to be stressed right now? I have to believe that I have to have the same skill as someone who's played for 45 years. I thought, what's my outcome? I want to enjoy myself. I want to learn. So even if they're not going to teach me, I'm going to learn by watching. What did I learn? Okay, even really slow. So I went up there really slow, really balanced, really slow, and boom. And I went, wow, great. I hit this great shot. But what's true in golf is true in life. Whenever you're stressed, it's because you're giving something more significance than it really deserves. And the way out of that is when you're feeling stress. By the way, does stress, fear, does it have a physiology to it, yes or no? Do you know what that feels like in your body, yes or no? Yes. You bet. Most of you don't use the word fear unless it's out of control. Most of you stress up into a point where you're shaking, basically. Then you'll finally admit to fear. Right? That's the label you have. But there is a, physio- there is a triad to it. Do you use certain language? Is there a pattern of what you say to yourself when you're stressed that makes you stressed, that triggers the stress, yes or no? Yes. You bet there is. Is there a pattern of what you have to focus on to be stressed and what you have to believe about it, the meaning you have to attach? You bet. So the way to do it is break the pattern by asking yourself, what would I have to believe in order to feel this way? And then when you hear it, what else would I have to believe? What else would I have to believe? And pretty soon your brain will go, that is ridiculous. Now you can install a new triad. You can adopt, what did I do? A new what? Physiology. 
I said to myself something brand new. I focused on something else. I believed something new, and with that, I was in a different state. In a different state, you get different behavior, different results. How many follow this? Say, I. This is the process of a triad, so I want you to capture. If you are not experiencing what you want, there's only three reasons. And the three reasons are things you are doing in this moment. If you're stressed, you're doing stress. You aren't feeling stressed. That's a code word for you're doing stress. In order to be stressed, do you have to use your body a certain way, yes or no? Yes! Do you have to talk to yourself a certain way, yes or no? Yes! Do you have to focus a certain way, yes or no? Yes! So if you can do stress, you can choose, the minute you're aware of it, to do something else called relaxation, or called courage, or called determination, or called love. You can do anything. In order to feel love, do you have to use your body in certain ways differently than fear? Yes or no? Yes! Do you have to talk and say different things, a different tone of voice in your head to feel love? Yes or no? Yes! Do you have to focus on something different, believe something different to feel love? Yes or no? Yes! This is true of anything. So think of a goal you have, a desire you have, something you really want. Think of some goal, any goal at all. It can be a thing goal, something you want to own or or something you want to achieve, or something you want to grow, or contribute, or make happen, or develop. I don't care. I've heard everything from buy a house, take my business international, find a lover. Right? So I heard a couple things here, right? Now, why do you want that? If you had that thing you said you want, what do you believe it would give you? Break that down to what it would really give you, which is the feeling. What's the feeling that that would give you? You achieved that, got that, those things happened that way. How would it make you feel? What's the feeling you're craving by achieving? You're trying to achieve that. Ultimately, if we break it down so you can feel a feeling. What are the feelings you're after specifically from that particular goal? Now, whatever that feeling is, pride, I heard, excitement, love, accomplishment, all of those are feelings. Those feelings are triads. So what's going to happen is you're going to finally get this man says Gulf Stream. You're going to finally get that Gulf Stream. And you're going to walk up the steps of that plane. And you're going to walk inside that plane. You're going to take off and fly. And you're going to know it's your airplane. And you're going to feel what? Accomplished, proud, free, excited. Now here's what's interesting. Accomplished, proud, free, excited. All you're going to do is use that plane as a trigger for you to do something in your body that you could do right now. Don't get me wrong, you're welcome to go get the plane. But why not have all those feelings now, which, by the way, will probably activate you to go towards that plane more rapidly with less stress? How many follow this? Say I. All right, friends, that was Tony Robbins. His website, of course, is TonyRobbins.com. That clip comes from Tony's audio program, The Power to Shape Your Destiny, available at Nightingale.com. I will see you tomorrow with Zig Ziglar. Thanks for tuning in. Peace. 